Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 18 of Slut Sermons. I am your girl, your host, your baby girl, your daddy's girlfriend, Kelsey Louise, aka Tennessee Queen. And this is a very special episode because I've been dying to record this one, and people ask me these questions all the time. So this episode is going to be all about pussies. And so um, I brought on one of my favorite humans. Her name is Rachel. And Rachel, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm so honored to be on your podcast. I have been loving this one for a while now. And um, yeah, my name is Rachel, Rachel Peterson. And I am a student of naturopathic and Chinese medicine. Um, And I also have a background in Ayurvedic medicine, and I also study some midwifery. Um, So basically, I am just all about um, women's health and empowering anyone in in a female body um, to be aware of what is going on and how to find balance and um, get into a state of well-being that is Um, a form of lifestyle medicine. So I'm really passionate about this topic. I'm all about pussy health. That is my jam. So I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in this episode, y'all know, listeners, that I love to call a vagina a pussy. I absolutely love it. I'm a little ratchet. That's just what I like to say. Um, my stripper ass, it's a pussy to me, but I do understand that that word can like turn people off, but I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But Rachel, on the other hand is professional and she might give a fuck. So she might be using some words like, what are you going to say? Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm also, um, I, I love saying pussy as well, because I think for those of us who feel comfortable with it, I love, um, that we can reclaim that term and find power in it. Um, but for me, you know, being, um, uh, training to be a doctor, it's, and a healer, it's very, um, situational for me. So in a clinical setting, I'm obviously very professional and I'm not going to use that word. I would say, you know, talk about the vagina or the vulva. And then, um, in a more energetic setting, I might use the word yoni, which is um, an ancient Vedic term that means vagina um, coming from the tantric tradition. So that's a more, um, you know, one way of, of giving respect and honor. But I think, you know, all of these words are sacred in their own way. And I love the variety. Oh, I love you. Can I just say, y'all, I met Rachel through a mutual friend in Vegas and Rachel had just got back from Bali. <laughs> you were belly dancing in Bali. So Rachel's a very well-rounded individual, and I'm so honored that you're my guest today. Oh, I love you too, girl. Yeah, it's been very cool. Uh, we, we've been through a lot together since we've known each other, like moves across the country, and we both started graduate programs and all kinds of stuff. So it has been awesome to watch each other's journeys unfold and all of the craziness we get into along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, the last time I saw Rachel was, um, let's see, it was 
early or it was in the spring. It was right when COVID was happening. I was living in Portland at the time and, uh, I was having pussy issues and because my yeast, I struggle with balancing my yeast and my candida. So I came straight to Rachel. I was like, girl, help a sister out. I have, I'm not taking any more antibiotics. I'm just not doing that shit. It's not working for me. So Rachel suggested some products that we'll get into today, but yeah. So thanks again for being here. Now let's get to it. Let's talk about some pussies. Um, I get a lot of questions from y'all, uh, my followers and my listeners and my friends about specifically about, um, yeast and, um, candida and BV. I get a lot of questions about that. Um, but there's some things I want to talk about first that may lead to those issues. Cause there's a lot of misconceptions that come along with having a pussy and ways to take care of it. Um, I think, I think the number one thing that women can do to improve their vaginal health is stop washing it with soap. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like, um, you do not need to be putting chemicals on and or around your pussy. The pussy, Rachel, could you talk about that for a second? Yeah, I 100% agree. I used to be using that peppermint bronners on my <laughs> pussy because <laughs> I was like, ooh, it tingles. And not the move, ladies. <laughs> I had VV for like a year and I had no idea that I even had it, really. Um, and that was a, entirely the reason why. So um, definitely... Hygiene is very important with pussy health. Um, You know, we've all heard, like, not staying in the wet swimsuit and trying to wear cotton undies. But one thing that I think a lot of women don't want to acknowledge is that, you know, we all love our thongs. We all love a G-string. We all love a sexy, lacy thong. But if you are having some imbalance that is one of the first things that you should cut out is just switch to some cute little, you know, they don't have to be full on granny panties, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, the thong, I hate to say it because I fucking love thongs too. And I still rock them all the time. Don't get me wrong, but it can be kind of a super highway, like a direct way from bacteria to travel to your pussy um, you mean from your butthole? Yes. <laughs> the, bo- the booty to the pussy, the thong. Damn, that's such a bitch because as a stripper, I can't not wear a thong. And that's how, that's actually when all my vaginal imbalances started was when I became a stripper because I, you know, we'd be sweating wearing those fucking lacy ass thongs. Oh, it's such a bitch. Yeah. And I remember when I learned this because I immediately switched to granny panties. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I don't do those cute little briefs. I am wearing the granny panties. <laughs> like, dude, it's pretty gnar. I, I really need to up my panty game. I really do. <laughs> I mean, power to you, though. Like, as long as you're comfortable and it feels good. Honestly, when it comes to, like, our cultural norm about what is sexy, I have not been in a sexual encounter where whoever I was with was not turned on by seeing me in panties, no matter what they fucking Preach. looked like. That's so fucking true. Like, <laughs> so, when has a partner ever been like, um, those are ugly, we can't do this? <laughs> Never. No, they Never. are so fucking stoked. 
even the fucking granny panties, they're about it. So, True. you know, just whatever you wear, wear proud. And oh, <laughs> even if it's sweet. just a phase, you know, even if you're just going through some stuff, got to switch over for a bit, just own it. Own it. I appreciate that. Yeah. And it kills me to see, God, strippers do this all the time. The, um, like the, the, what the spray, the pussy spray. Oh my God. Girl. That is the worst. Girl. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies, or I mean, anyone who, you know, has a pussy who's listening to this, um, stay away from Vagisil. Any of those products, the wipes, the fragrances, not necessary. And actually, it's worse. It's really doing more harm than it is doing good. So don't listen to that marketing Mm. bullshit. Stay away from those products. Thank you. You know, I just need all women to know this because the other day I was giving a lap dance to two. It was two girls. It was and they're best friends. You could tell they're like super close. And when I give lap dances to women, I, of course, you know, I'm like rubbing my thing all over their, you know, (laughs) all over their pussy, you know, trying to get them aroused and make them feel good. And I like was, you know, how strippers, we like act like we're going to, you know, suck a dick or eat the pussy when we're giving the dance. (laughs) But of course we don't. But um, I was acting like I was eating this girl's pussy and I was about to fall out. Her pussy was infected girl i felt so bad for her and the first thing that came to my mind is i was like i bet you she's using these pussy sprays because she thinks that her pussy sinks but really the spray is making her pussy sink it's so sad Mm, yeah it's it's a vicious cycle and i think a lot of women don't i mean especially with bv a lot of women don't even know that they have it Mm -hmm. it's it's often like very asymptomatic aside from maybe the odor Right. Um, the, the fishy odor. So, um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. And, and I guess it just brings to light that it is so common. All of these imbalances, we all deal with it. And I want to also take some of that shame away because mm-hmm. we all carry a lot of shame based on the societal norms that, you know, having, having a pussy makes you whatever, inferior, gross, whatever fuck that fuck that um yeah like completely bullshit um and we just need to normalize the fact that yeah like these things happen and this is how we deal with them and um once we can we can embrace that we can spread this knowledge and more women can have that awareness to know when something's going on with their bodies I know I do pussy checks all the time stick my finger in there and I pull it out like right fucking now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm dealing with a yeast imbalance. I know my body so well. And the other night I drank too much champagne, all that yeast in the champs, my body mm-mm, do not like, <laughs> it do not like. And the next morning I was like, sure enough, yeast imbalance. So I used a couple products that you've recommended and I, let's just go ahead and talk about that. Can we just talk yeah. about the, oh God, everyone listening, I fucking feel you and your yeast imbalance problems. I really <laughs> do. Some people like me, I'm, my body is just naturally a little acidic. So anytime I eat bread or yeasty things, drink beer, champagne, my pussy 
feels the imbalance and I'll have extra yeast production. And then I have to take, um, you know, whatever measure I need to take to fix it. And Rachel, you actually recommended boric acid to me. Could you talk about that for a sec? Yeah, definitely. Um, so in naturopathic medicine, we try to use as much of um, more natural treatments as possible and staying away from medications that have harmful side effects. And, and so the whole premise is that we want to get to actually the root cause instead of just Band-Aid over the symptoms. So um, basically, boric acid is a very powerful antifungal um, because candida, it's a normal um, it's a normal organism that we have colonizing the vagina, and um, there are times that it can overgrow. And so that's what we're treating. Um, so a lot of people have that misconception that they need to take an antibiotic or something. Actually, what we're doing is we're working with antifungals, and we're not trying to eradicate the candida completely because it's actually important and it's it's healthy for us um, when it's in balance. But what we want to do is bring it back to that. So boric acid's um, an amazing solution. And um, I know a lot of us have had experiences with the topical antifungals that you get at, you know, whatever pharmacy. And maybe that works for a little bit. It's much harsher um, and it's much harsher on your pH. Mm. But um, boric acid actually in research has been shown to be more effective mm. than, than those pharmaceutical products. And so I am such a proponent for boric acid suppositories. So um, you're just inserting it right into your vagina when you have an acute um, candida infection, doing it like in the morning and at night. Um, for about a week or maybe up to two weeks if you need to. Um, and it can also be used chronically for prevention. So for some women, it's like we get to a certain part of our cycle um, because our hormones are affecting our microbiome there and our flora. So some of us have recurrent infections every month. And so if Me. you know you're getting into that window, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, Kelsey, then you then you do the suppository and you can prevent it. Um, so Preach. it's really amazing medicine. Yeah, I, um, I started researching the, because I would get a yeast infection, God, it was like right before my period every month. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? So I was doing some research and... Um, when the progesterone rises, it does affect the microbiome of the pussy. So what I've been doing, and it's been working for me, except the other day when I drank all that champs, <clears throat> it was Voove, okay? It was Voove at the club. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, what I've been doing is after I ovulate, because that's when the progesterone starts to rise, I just avoid the trigger foods like sugar, um, gluten, um, yep. beer, things with yeast in them. Um, and it's been yes. working like magic, like, whew. cause it was every fucking month I would get a yeasty and it wouldn't be like a full blown, like super itchy infection. It would just be a nuisance. Like I'm trying to get laid, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. <laughs> I can't be having all of this yeasty shit in my thing. So yeah, that's been helping totally. me a lot. I totally actually cut gluten out. 
Um, I try to dabble a little in, in my diet so it's not super irritating if and when I do need to eat it. But yeah, cutting gluten out like did a, a thing for me. So I, yeah, I cut, that's awesome. yeah, girl, the, it's just crazy how our gut is mm-hmm. connected to our pussy. Yes. And I'm so glad that you brought that up too, because that is a big part of the treatment, the natural treatment for candida is having that super low sugar diet, avoiding alcohol. Um, and then also you can add in foods like organic unsweetened yogurt or, um, a lot of garlic, you know, some good, uh, foods that support, uh, vaginal health and also antifungal. Um, and that can be a good way to approach it too. Yes, ma'am. I've been doing that. I've been eating yogurt, the plain unsweetened. I add it to all my shit. And also Rachel, you recommended this, um, supplement to me. And I'm just going to go ahead and uh, name drop that shit because it is a game changer. I'm actually going to take some after we hang up. Um, See, it's my bottle's almost empty because I've been taking it. Um, It's called Candida Stat, y'all. And it's it's by Vitanica. It is a supplement um, that you take orally. And it looks like it has, let's see, garlic, milk, thistle, organ, grapefruit, and grapefruit seed extract in it. And it is so fucking amazing. Thank you so much for, for helping <laughs> a sister out. I was struggling, dude. And I usually yeah. just take the supplement like after my ovulation time. So the mm-hmm. second two weeks of my cycle when I know I'm extra sensitive, pop one of these. It's bad boys. We Gucci. Yeah, those are amazing. And I definitely want to put a plug in for that brand. Mm-hmm. As far as supplements go, that's actually one of my mentors, um, supplement company. Stop. Tori and Hudson? Dr. Tori yes. Hudson? <gasps> mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm starting a preceptorship with her, and <gasps> I go to her conference because she's um, here in Portland. Girl, what? See, I was buying these products. I discovered her back when I was staying in Denver in Colorado. So these products are available nationwide, y'all. Yeah, they totally are. And yeah, they're all amazing, super high quality herbs. And she is like the woman's health guru. So mm-hmm. she's incredible. Um, and I also really like the Vitanica. It's called Yeast Arrest. And that is the boric acid suppository. And it's combined with um, some homeopathics and some herbs that are really healthy for your pussy too. So I always use those when I need it. Girl, Um, I have one in my pussy right now. I love that. Yeah, they're awesome. One thing I do want to say to the listeners is that be careful with them. The only thing is that they are toxic orally. Mm. So definitely only up the puss, (laughs) nowhere else. (laughs) And also do not engage in intercourse while you're using those unless maybe you're not doing oral, but I would say, yeah, especially avoiding any type of oral (laughs) if you've been on boric acid recently, because that is something you do not want to do rats I know that's always my issue when I'm dealing with this shit I always gotta let my partner know and I let them know I'm like look this is what's going down we can't be doing all that 
crazy shit. Like <laughs> just now, my sexual partner, just now, right before this call, I shit you not, he sexed me. He's like, can't wait to taste your squirt. <laughs> and I was like, well, actually, um, you will have to wait like a week, boo. Baby girl's struggling a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, it's he's chilled. It is what it is. I love that. Well, and the good thing, too, is, like, at least you know this is a natural treatment. And so I do think that the body can bounce back a lot faster. And you don't have that risk of having those really severe antifungals in your body because those are those are harsh on your liver. So, Girl, preach. I was um, having to go to... Um, Planned Parenthood and get what's it called the the thing that you take the vaginal micronasal <sighs> micronasal micro yeah whatever. that yeah. bullshit I would take it and it would not work <laughs> and yeah. I kept going back to her and she's like well are you doing it right I was like look bitch I'm <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore <laughs> I'm gonna call Rachel. <laughs> oh i love it so thanks again it's really cool i mean i i think studying this our medicine is is something a lot of people turn to when western medicine just isn't cutting it Mm -hmm. and we have so many other options and i've i've found that you know for chronic anything that has a deeper um a deeper layer to it which i view as like most imbalances um I say let's get to the fucking root like let's go there let's not you know just stay on the surface let's actually deal with it so preach uh, yeah I I love our medicine and I just think we have so much to offer in this arena honestly like because it didn't make sense to me to take an oral antibiotic when my Mm -hmm. pussy was having a problem like in my mind, and granted, I'm not a med student like you are, but in my mind, the pussy is its own fucking ecosystem. Like, mm. the, it's doing its own thing down there. Yes, it's connected, but, like, why would I take an oral thingy, my bob, that's going to fuck up my whole shit when I just need to put some boric acid in my pussy and call it a day? You know? That doesn't make sense to me, so. Right. I definitely am a proponent of let's target the problem right where it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes that systemic stuff is just way more harsh than it needs to be in how it's broken down. Um, And one thing I just remembered, I want to mention as well. So, you know, we're talking about vaginitis. That's um, candida is one form of vaginitis, but there are many different types. And so something that I would recommend to women after really studying this in depth is if this is like your first time having these symptoms um, and you're not really sure what's going on, don't assume that it's a yeast infection or that it's it's candida. Um, if you can, if you have the means to go to any type of doctor, um, I highly recommend it. And at least just get a basic pH test and a wet prep and a pap smear and just make sure everything is you know, it's, it's what you think, because, um, we learn a lot about all the different risks of reproductive health. And it's just really important. If you have any type of symptoms that are new, um, you really want to make sure that it's not something more serious, like chlamydia or gonorrhea or an STI, or even, um, 
it could just be another really common form of vaginitis that's not going to respond to this treatment that actually might be harmed from it. So um, it's a good thing to get it worked up if you can and if it's a new if it's a new thing coming up, because like we said, there's candida and there's BV and there's so many other things that can happen. So I just want to say as well, if you, if you have the means, try not to assume, um, cause that can, that can create a situation where you're missing something really important to take care of. Yeah. I'm really glad you mentioned that because I, the things that I'm speaking about, I know because I've been to the doctor so many times about it. Like, and and now I'm like, oh, this is yeast. Or like, actually it was, yeah. yeah, it was last year. I had BV for God. I just could not get rid of that shit. So, and then now I know exactly what BV is like. Like I know what is going on in my pussy now, but it definitely took some trips to the doc. Planned Parenthood is amazing though. I really, mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah. They're awesome. Especially as a sex worker. Like, you know how they ask you all those questions? They're like, have you ever, um, you know, <laughs> sold sex? <laughs> sex I'm like, like um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> they're they're like, really chill, though. I love them. Yeah, totally. What an amazing organization. Yeah, dude. That's, like, one of the main reasons um, I voted the way that I voted in, in the state of Alaska is because um, one of the representatives, like, fully funds and supports Planned Parenthood. And I was like, okay, yep, you win. <laughs> Yeah, it is so important that we are being proactive about that support right now because it's definitely not a given. Isn't it a bitch that politicians try to control our pussies? It's honestly insane. It's like, so nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost like, don't even get me started. Like, I could really go off about that shit. <laughs> well I think maybe that's one of is that one of the reasons that you got into sexual health yeah for sure um for me my draw to women's health is very much um for the the reason of empowering women on a really collective um systemic level you know I want to create a space where women can truly feel safe and Mm. secure because in the past, um, the history of gynecology is actually really dark and so much trauma, um, traumatic experiences that women have from going to the doctor and Mm. getting a routine pelvic exam or giving childbirth in these crazy positions with the epidural and you know, there, there's just been so much, um, inequality there and our voices really have not been heard in that space for a long time. Mm. Um, so I'm really interested in trauma informed care. That's something that I study a lot and I'm really interested in, um, especially working with sex workers and other populations that have not had that space to go and, and really be held and nurtured and not judged or stigmatized in a a space to be healthy and, um, to be empowered in that way, because we all know how uncomfortable it can be going to the doctor and, you know, getting a speculum exam or 
talking about your sex life and you feel like you're being judged and mm. I am just so done with that and I want to I want to create something different and I feel like we are on this we're we're on the precipice of this like next generation of medicine which I think is going to be so integrative and expansive girl hallelujah power <laughs> to you thank you so much for saying that I was tearing up there for a second because it's true like I've had personally horrible experiences oh my god girl my first gynecologist listen to this shit my first gynecologist was my mom's gynecologist and he was also her OBGYN so he birthed me and let me tell you my first time this is before I had sex but um my first time at the gynecologist he is in my pussy like he mm. was in, had his fingers inside me and said, yeah, you know, we always knew you were going to be such a beautiful girl with his Whoa. fingers in my pussy. And I was just stunned. And his assistant or whatever, some lady didn't even, I don't know. It was just so weird. The times, wow. have, the times have changed, you know, he's actually not in practice anymore. So wow, <laughs> isn't that fucking oh. crazy? So I really appreciate that. You're trying to like change the game. Like God, yeah. whenever I get preggers, I am going to have all women around me. I do not want a man in the room. No offense men, but like <laughs> you don't know what it's like. So thank you, Rachel, for doing the work that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And yeah, I'm sorry you had that experience. That is definitely crossing the line. And a lot of what we what we study in school too is about when when are those type of exams necessary and when are they not and how young is too young and mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah, those decisions need to be made between the patient and the doctor and and that's a big part of what I'm doing as well. It's about education and it's not my healing journey you know it's it's my patients and I'm just there to support them in whatever way that feels right for them but um ultimately I want them to be calling the shots I love that yeah there's a lot of energetic work that comes with owning a pussy and Mm -hmm. can we just talk about the pelvic floor work that you're doing I find it so fascinating and I think it's kind of a good segue Yeah, totally. I love that. Um, So I just got certified in pelvic floor therapy. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, It's a very, it's, it's a pretty new form of body work that has been emerging, I would say in the last decade or so. Um, So basically what pelvic floor therapy is, um, it is a form of intravaginal massage And I say massage very loosely, but it's really what's happening is it's myofascial release. Mm. Um, So it's completely not sexual. It is um, very much a a completely different type of touch than probably most women have ever received before because it's completely not sexual, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is part of why it's so healing. Um, Like for me, when I started the program and I really thought about it, I thought, wow, like I've never even really touched myself in a not sexual way before without having an objective or sort of an agenda. Um, 
And in that way, it's like, wow, like maybe I was kind of sexualizing my own self for a long time. Mm. Um, and, and the fact that, you know, this therapy is rooted in the recognition that our bodies need touch and our muscles need to be released no matter where they are. Um, mm. So if you think about it, um, basically the pelvic floor, it is um, the center of the pelvic bowl and it is where all of those muscles meet. Um, so it's connected to your abdominals. It's connected to some of your low back. It's connected. You can access the sacrum and the coccyx. Um, you can access the rectal area and the vaginal. And so there's just so much going on there. And mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's such a, it's a very vascular space. There's a lot of um, blood vessels and because of that, um, it's almost like a sponge. So, um, our, our pelvic floors, our roots, they really hold so much energy and it's important that we, um, take time and make it a practice of releasing that energy and getting the blood flowing and releasing the muscles and the trigger points that, um, become stuck there. And they're really not receiving love um in any other way that's so true I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately so I'm glad we're talking about it because my groin because your groin connects there too right like yes. like your inner legs mm -hmm. because I've been super sore my inner legs and I'm like what the fuck is this so I've been doing a lot of frog poses mm. to like help release the muscles but I need to get in there. <laughs> so what yeah. was, what is a tip, a typical, uh, pelvic floor massage like? Yeah. So I'm glad you asked that. Um, it's definitely, it's a very holistic, um, form that I'm trained in. So it's not like, you know, a woman comes in and I'm just instantly <laughs> going right for her <laughs> vagina. Um, really we do a lot of abdominal work and like uterine massage mm. um and I do a lot of massage with the the hips and the inner thighs and what you were saying Kelsey is like the adductors mm -hmm. and, our thighs and our glutes and releasing all of that and um and then we do like a general assessment of the vulva just like looking inspecting the tissue um you know, looking for any abnormalities. And then a lot of pelvic floor work is, it's really about the muscles. Um, so we are, basically, I just insert a finger and I have the woman basically do a Kegel. Mm. And I'm assessing the strength of those muscles. And we do some fast ones and some slow ones. And then um, eventually... If, if that's what we're ready for in that session, um, I will just insert my finger all the way and I will be um, just slowly sweeping the area and looking for any trigger points or any knots in the muscles. And basically, it's just um, myofascial technique. So we find a trigger point and I just hold it and do um, some manipulations of the legs and I have the woman breathe into it and 
um, it's pretty amazing how quickly these these trigger points can actually be released because this area of our body we are so responsive and even just getting a little bit of touch there it's incredible the impact Mm, that is so sweet thank you for sharing this I'm going to practice it on myself yeah, absolutely. I definitely recommend women to just like experiment and and just to like even, you know, placing a hand on the uterus and and like one on your vulva and just like breathing there and sending love and um there's so much work that we can do there even in our own practice of keeping that energy flowing and um not always connecting our root with our sexuality because yes, that's part of it, but it's so much more than that. Mm. Mm. Like what? Tell, let's get, wi- you want to get woo woo? <laughs> let's get woo woo. I am so down always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, part of why I love pelvic floor therapy. It's, it's one of the main modalities that I'm going to be using in my practice because Um, There is that basic physical element that's like, yeah, we're getting the fascia and we're, you know, I'm releasing your ischiospongiosis muscle and um, that's, that's all great too. And a lot of, um, a lot of therapists who do this body work, they're actually um, PTs. So they're physical therapists. So Mm -hmm. there is a strong, just purely physical element of it. But also, um, I'm really influenced by my teachers, um, Tammy Kent and Dr. Catherine Close. That's who I trained with. Mm -hmm. And they're both very much energetic women, um, extremely, I would say they're, they're healers, you know, they're doctors, but they're also healers and, and they're very intuitive in how they practice. And so a lot of what I've learned from them is about, um, the more esoteric nature of those spaces and how much meaning that they hold. Um, so there's a, there's a lot there. We can unpack it for sure. I love thinking about the fact that my pussy is, I don't want to say it's my most powerful thing that I own, I guess. But it is, though. <laughs> I'd, I would say my heart space is, like, the biggest thing that I – and most powerful thing that I as a woman um, have. But, God, the offering of a pussy, like, I and we as women with vaginas create life. Like, that is the pure epicenter of goddess energy. Mm-hmm. The pussy, like it's so magnificent and God, when it took it, I think it takes all of us years to unpack the shame that we have acquired from just existing in the societal bullshit that we exist in. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really appreciate the work that you're doing. And I hope that everyone listening understands that you are the creator of life. I'm like, it's so fascinating to me. And oh, it's amazing. Yeah, the, sure. the energetic care that comes along with having a pussy, like, whoo, after every ex-boyfriend or ex-sex partner or whatever, I do a whole pussy cleanse. There's this company called The Goddess Detox, 
Um, it's a woman of color that owns it and she is fucking amazing. Um, she creates these little, they're called, um, detox pearls and they're like a little, um, kind of like a mini tiny baby tampon kind of, but instead of cotton, it's, um, herbs and you put these herbs in your pussy for it. She she tells you exactly how to do it. It comes with like a little label or whatever. You put these herbs in your pussy and when you pull it out within eight days, your pussy actually like accumulates all of this like extra tissue and like gunk, I guess. And it's a very spiritual energetic purge that comes along with it, but it comes out of your pussy. It's fucking amazing. It looks like a loogie kind of, um, yeah, yeah. And God, once I started doing that, I felt, and I don't do it often, you know, it's just like when I really need to get that motherfucker out of me, (laughs) Mm. um, I've done it a few times and it's been a very powerful, powerful experience. So if y'all are interested in shedding your ex, Google it. Um, the goddess detox, she's a really amazing woman. I'm just so glad that these ancient practices, like you're doing and like these people are doing are coming to the surface now in 2020. It's such a blessing. Oh, absolutely. We are in the midst of a complete revolution right now. And I see in so many ways that we're going from this patriarchy to um, a society that I'm seeing more and more. We are finally uplifting women and recognizing the immense power um, that's within all of us mm. and and the feminine values, even, you know, inherent in nature, like the yin, we're really coming into this space of yin and like finally slowing down and honoring in ways that I don't think we've, we've been able to since at least the start of this country. Shit, preach. <laughs> Shit, girl. Woo! Yeah, and we- I love all the self-care. Um, I definitely am a proponent of women to, like, take some time for yourself and whatever capacity that is for you. Maybe do one of these pearls, or I love doing um, yoni steams. Um, so that's, like, an herbal steam that you can, um, use like for your vagina. And that's also really cleansing or even just doing like a little meditation and some grounding and, uh, sending, sending your roots some love. You know, there's so many ways to, um, to be grateful for what we have because it really like, it it is what you're saying, Kelsey, we have this incredible, portal inside of us that brings the spiritual world into the manifest into the material world and that's that's supernatural like that's uh pretty much a superpower that we have and it's it's amazing I just feel so blessed to be in a female body to be honest like we have so much capability um, and strength. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we flexing <laughs> on these motherfuckers right now. <laughs> um, so real girl. I recently, my, my class has been, um, I'm in a natural childbirth class. Oof. And so I've just been inundated with all of these videos of women having like incredible water births and, <sighs> 
these beautiful babies popping out and you know it's it's such a reminder of like wow like what (laughs) we are capable of in our bodies it's fucking amazing and like I just want to take a moment to congratulate and honor all of the mothers listening to this Mm -hmm. holy shit mother in any capacity like wow Wow, I cannot wait until the day that I get to be a mother. Oh my God, what an honor. It's so beautiful. I just, I'm fascinated by it, totally and completely fascinated. There's this um, yogi that I follow. Her her hashtag is OG Yogini, and she really is a motherfucking OG Yogini. This woman <laughs> lives, she said, fuck this shit. She packed up a bus, moved, drove this motherfucker bus to Costa Rica, built a house in the jungle, and had she already had two kids. And then she got pregnant and had didn't even know that she had twins in her womb until she free birthed them herself. Oh my girl. <laughs> and then she got pregnant again. Not and she she was like, fuck the doctors, like fuck the shit. I know my body. I trust spirit. She free birds another set of twins, dude. <laughs> this woman is a fucking G. And she like hosts yoga met, yoga retreats and stuff. She's amazing. OG Yogini. Shout out, shout out. I don't even know if she knows I exist, but I'm like a super <laughs> fan because she just understands the power that she holds as a human being with the womb and it's just so beautiful it's so beautiful what a blessing (sighs) too to have all these healthy easeful births a lot of women do not get that so she is definitely a lucky lady she's very lucky i hope to be that lucky one day um Mm -hmm. god i love talking about the spiritual aspect of having a pussy and um like me personally, I, I've been (laughs) in my past, maybe a little reckless (laughs) with my pussy, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's interesting because during those reckless times, I was having like more yeast infections and more BV and more imbalances. And then I realized, and I was like doing all the things I was supposed to be doing. And I was still having these issues. And then I realized maybe I need to be doing like spiritual work with my, my pussy And, like, forgiving her and, like, apologizing to her. And I swear, girl, once I started, like, praying and, like, asking for her forgiveness, basically, my pussy, like, healed. And I really don't have many issues anymore. Like I'm saying, I just have a yeast imbalance every now and then. But I'm getting that under control, too. I think that a lot – I think that she was, like, mad at me, (laughs) honestly. So I had a lot of work to do um, with my pussy and the journey that we've been on. But – now I'm in more of a space of like honoring my pussy. Like I look around my house and look at my car and look at all the things that I'm able to afford. And as a stripper, sex worker, I can like attribute all that to having a pussy. Like my pussy bought this, my pussy (laughs) bought my car. My, like when I'm at the club and I'm trying to determine which customer I'm going to go talk to, I straight up ask my pussy. I'm like, Hey girl, which one? She's like, that one. And I'm like, all right, you got it. And then the guy is always like, how'd you choose me? I'm like, my pussy chose you. you." (laughs) So I really encourage all y'all out there to get personal with your pussy. Like she holds magic, like honor that and respect that and fucking bow down to that. And I hope that your sexual partner does the same because once those, this is just my 
perspective. I feel like once the once you tie those knots, like you Gucci boo, like you are one. So yeah. Amen to that. Yes. Am I right though? Yes. We need to be worshipped. Like mm. if your partner is not worshiping your pussy, mm, he ain't the one. Or she. Oh uh, yeah, she. He or she. He, she ain't the one. Mm-mm. Yeah, anyone, anyone. I guess I just say he because I'm not going to lie. I've seen some disrespectful men out there, but, you know. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Preach, girl. <laughs> Shit. Well. Yeah, it's so important. And it's so important that we honor our our body's wisdom and intelligence mm-hmm. and the fact that our bodies, they know so much. And I've definitely had situations where, yeah, my my vagina was like all out of whack and I was like what's going on with this? And sometimes it was like when I was having a sexual partner that for one reason or another was not in alignment for me. Girl, you just spoke the words. I was I was about to say the same thing. The pussy knows. Mhm. Like I'm mm-hmm. I have this sexual partner right now. And my pussy really likes it Um, because usually with a new sexual partner, my pussy will get like imbalanced or yeasty or whatever. And this new guy, nothing. I'm like, okay, okay. She has spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, I mean, you know, I think it's all, it's all significant. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like do some, do a dive, you know, a deep dive and just. Give yourself some space to listen to your body because those signals are, they're not just symptoms, they're they are signals and our bodies are always telling us. Baby something. girl, thank you so much for saying that. And I think with that, we should do um, a pussy meditation to, to wrap this up. But before we do that, is there anything else that you wanted to add about having a pussy, owning a pussy, caring for a pussy, anything? Mm, well, this is definitely my favorite topic, so <laughs> I could really go on all day. Um, but no, I, I feel like we've covered the bases. Like, you know, health, it's it's multidimensional. Like we have that physical and we have the mental and the emotional and the spiritual. And so really just tuning in to all of those levels in terms of of your pussy or your temple or your yoni, whatever, you know, that is your sacred space and honoring that in, in whatever way feels right for you. Um, that's what I think is the most important. Mm. Damn girl. Well, I will allow you to lead us in a pussy honoring meditation. So let's do it. Okay. So this is just going to be a few minutes here. Um, so let's all, Just take a deep breath and ground into our space, wherever we're at. Closing the eyes and tuning in to to the breath and, and what's going on in our bodies. So just tuning in and bringing the awareness down to your root. Maybe you want to place a hand or, or you just want to send love to, to your root, to your pelvic floor, to your pussy, 
to your sacred yoni, really sending energy to that space and and sending love and gratitude. And we're going to start with visualizing our pelvic bowl. So the pelvic bowl, it's, it's the area between our pelvis, you know, the space between our legs. Um, this is the sacred place of connection and union where it all comes together and we find our grounding and we find our presence and our embodiment in the feminine. Just coming into this space and breathing here, visualizing the pelvic bowl, taking some deep breaths. And we're going to start to sweep out our bowl and any type of gunk or dirt or dust or whatever you you're feeling here, anything that you're ready to let go of that you think you feel you might still be holding on to in this space, you know, something, an experience or a, a, a thing of thought or a feeling, anything that could be um, keeping you from experiencing pleasure or or the fullness of who you are, or the full embodiment of this divine feminine, just sweeping that out and letting that bullshit go and and really visualizing that with the mind, clearing out this space, this temple. And when you're ready, we're gonna walk around our pelvic bowl and we're going to plant seeds. So visualizing these seeds enriching the earth and the soil that is our root, the very essence of creation here, and putting that love and energy into the space. Tuning into your higher self and what might be to come. What are you planting seeds for? What is going to nurture you? And now we just get to watch them bloom. So visualizing that pelvic bowl, our pussies, and all that we just planted, all of the beauty and magical creation blossoming before our eyes and allowing ourselves to witness the beauty that is our vagina, that is our pussy, that is our whole embodiment and how incredibly blessed we are to be in these bodies and to have this gift of life and creation and recognizing all of of the beauty that is manifested through that gift. So just taking a moment to really take that in and feel that in your heart.
And let's just close with thanking, thanking our yonis, thanking our pussies, thanking our beautiful bodies, and thanking our ancestors and whatever mother or woman, whoever in your life that brought you here through her pussy, Mm. thanking her for bringing your spirit into existence in this life, no matter what the connection is, just being grateful for that gift of life. And tuning in to that beautiful yin, that sacred embodiment. And let's just take a few more breaths here. Breathing into our pussies, into our pelvic floors, our root. Knowing that this is a space, this is a sacred space that we can always return to, a place of grounding, of surrender, of deep compassion and trust and creation, and knowing that this is always there for us when we need it. Mm. Wow. That was so beautiful, Rachel. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you for being my friend and a healer and a teacher. I look up to you so much. So I really appreciate it. If y'all want to find Rachel, she is um, baby underscore lush on Instagram. And I'm sure that she would not mind if you shot her a DM. Yes, absolutely. I am in the process of revamping my Instagram <laughs> and um, um, making it more of like a feminine space for all of these messages to come through. Um, but in the meantime, absolutely send me a DM. I would love to hear from you and any um, experiences you had during that meditation or questions that might be coming up for you. Um, it really is my passion to to share this knowledge with women. And so um, feel free to connect with me. I would really love to hear from you. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel. You're so sweet. I adore you. <laughs> I can't wait to see you again. Thanks for joining Slut Sermons. And we'll be hearing from you soon. To all you listeners, thanks for being here. We love you infinitely, always and always. Um, until next time. Mwah. <laughs> Bye.